It's only a kick. A jump. A block. It's only a serve. It's only a tackle. A run. It's only for the fans. After all, it's only pressure. You got this. Adidas. Garage Logic, broadcasting live from the office of the mayor above the boathouse on the east shore of Spoon Lake. Featuring the rookie on production, Chris Reavers, vice president of social media, and John Hyde in the newsroom. Now, the fireworks commissioner, flashlight king, and keeper of common sense, your mayor, Joe Sushere. Not starting the show. Seventy-five. Seventy-five. Am I on the air? Yeah, you're on the air. I'm not starting the show. Why? I want to know who the Twins drafted as an outfielder in 1969. If today was the first time they drafted an outfielder since 1969, yesterday, yesterday, then I want to know who it was in 1969. Rook did the, uh, uh, he looked it up for us here. Actually, Uh, Rook knew the answer. Yeah, I did, but I I was confirming uh when I looked it up. You had no clue to get the, you were, you were, you were one. Paul yeah, right. Powell. All right. Paul, Paul Powell, Powell made the big leagues, if I'm not mistaken. No, not for a long time. He, he played 30 games total ever. Really? Yeah. All for the Twins? 20 with the Twins, Rook said, and what, 10 with the Dodgers? 10, 10 with the Dodgers in seven, or 2 with the Dodgers in 73 and 8 in 75. How, uh, how thorough is your uh, source? Does it say where did he play at what school? It's Baseball Almanac, and he played, uh, born in March 19th, St. Angelo, Texas, Arizona State University. All right. That's Sun Devil. That's how you do it. Also, that's uh, how you do it. Paul Taylor Powell served as <laughs> Illinois Secretary of State from 1965 until guy. his death in he 1970. Not, that's a He's not one of the guys in Rochester, Minnesota. We're going to stay on brand. Wait, wait. Was it related? His to salary in '71? I uh, seventy five hundred. Twelve grand. Twelve grand. Fifteen wow. grand in '73. <laughs> okay. Uh, times have changed, haven't they? Uh yeah. What's the temperature? Hello? 75 degrees. It's a lovely day. Yeah. And we got an old-fashioned doubleheader today. I know. Yeah, we do. This Three was almost game, a data. Run in and get the sandwich, come out, start the second game. This oh. was almost a data play hooky. Oh, boy. What a day it's going to be at the ballpark. I'll say. I'm staying on brand. What do you got, bro? Uh, the president has canceled the Philadelphia Eagles White House visit uh. due to the controversy over standing for the national anthem. Uh, the Philadelphia Eagles are unable to come to the White House with their full team to be celebrated. Trump said they disagree with their president because he insists that they proudly stand for the national anthem, hand on heart, in honor of the great men and women of our military and the people of our country. The Eagles wanted to send a smaller delegation, but the 1,000 fans planning to attend the event deserve better. Uh The NBA champion Golden State Warriors declined an invitation from Trump to visit the White House after winning the 2017 title. But presidents typically honor their invitations to championship teams. Players also have refused those invitations in the past. Boston Bruins goaltender Tim Thomas declined to visit the White House in 2012 because he had disagreements with President Barack Obama's policies. And I got to thinking... uh, when did this tradition begin? You're, get out of my mind. What, but the difference between you and me is I looked it up. <laughs> when no, did the, when did this tradition begin that teams visited the White House? I, I would have guessed 
that it's a very much a modern era affectation. I would think. And sixties. Uh, oh no! Uh, here, just a minute. So I, anyway, I, anyway, the Trumper is. Uh, I would not be. He doesn't want any part. Unhappy of if it went away either, because this is I, this controversy over politics. If you can win the championship and go see the president, it's not that big of a deal. Well, it, it turns out there is a rich history uh, available. I didn't know that. Uh, reflecting this topic. When did when did this begin? Uh, I'll use. Uh, I went to. Uh, I got Washington Post sources. I'll use ESPN. I'm trying to cut to the chase here. Uh, the tradition of sports teams visiting the White House dates to at least Aug. Thirty. 1865. Come on. When President Andrew Johnson welcomed the Brooklyn Atlantics and Washington Nationals amateur baseball clubs. Ulysses S. Grant played host to the first professional baseball team, the Cincinnati Red Stockings, in 1869. The first World Series championship team feated at the White House is believed to be the 1924 Washington Senators, who visited Calvin Coolidge at the executive residence the following year. John F. Kennedy was the first president to welcome an NBA title team when the Boston Celtics visited in January 1963. And the Indiana University men's basketball team is believed to be the first NCAA champion to visit the White House when it was hosted by Gerald Ford in April of 1976. Okay. All right. I did not know there was such a tradition. The first Super Bowl champion to visit was the Pittsburgh Steelers who joined the World Series winning Pittsburgh Pirates in a dual ceremony with Jimmy Carter in Feb of 1980. Okay. I wonder how that worked. I don't know. Because they were playing. It was Ronald Reagan, however, who made the practice of honoring championship teams at the White House a regular occurrence. Reagan had a co- cooler full of popcorn dumped on him by the New York Giants linebacker Harry Carson, evoking the team's famous Gatorade celebration in Feb of 1987. The following year, Reagan threw a pass to Washington wide receiver Ricky Sanders. I remember that. The Pittsburgh Penguins became the first Stanley Cup champion to visit when they met George H.W. Bush in June of 91. Come on. These Uh, days, about a dozen professional U.S. national and major college teams visit the White House each year. Uh, President Obama has also continued a tradition, or he did continue a tradition started by George W. Bush in honoring each of the other NCAA Division I championship teams in one large annual ceremony. Many teams performed community service as part of their Washington visit. The Baltimore Ravens provided equipment to area high schools. The San Antonio Spurs met with wounded military members. The U.S. women's soccer team held a youth clinic to promote fitness. And uh, as I say, uh, there's a rich, rich history of uh, teams visiting visiting the White House. Uh uh, the UConn women's basketball team has been there many times. Uh, this the, the San Francisco Giants, Chicago Blackhawks, Jimmy Johnson's NASCAR team, each have visited three Jeez. times. Obama was a nut for it. He loved it. Yeah. Okay, here are some people who didn't make the trip. Okay. Uh, Larry Bird. Uh, he did not int- he did not attend when the Celtics visited Reagan at the White House a day after winning decisive game 7 in June 84. He later told a reporter that the president knew where to find him. <laughs> Michael Jordan did not join the his Bulls teammates in visiting George H W Bush 
at the White House in October 91 to celebrate the franchise's first NBA title. Jordan played golf at Hilton Head, South Carolina that day. Huh. James Harrison. The Steelers linebacker twice missed visits to the White House after Super Bowl victories. Once in June of 06 when George W. was in office, the other in May of 09 during Obama's first year. This is how I feel. If you want to see the Pittsburgh Steelers, invite us when we don't win the Super Bowl, Harrison said. As far as I'm concerned, Obama would have would have invited Arizona if they had won. The Pittsburgh Post-Gazette, however, reported that uh, Harrison's fear of flying might have been the reason for his absence. Got it. Well, he flew all year with the team. Yeah. Tim Thomas, the Boston Bruins goaltender, uh, had a real uh, trouble with uh, Obama's policies uh, and did not want to go. Matt Burke. I remember that. After the Ravens won Super Bowl XLV2211, or whatever the hell that is. Let's see, that's X and L is... Ravens, if, or Baltimore. XLV, XLV11, something seven. It was... 37? 35. 35? Yeah, Super Bowl 35. Oh, no, XLV11. Oh, oh, in 2013? That would be... 47? 45, 46, 47. Mm-hmm. He disagreed with Obama... That was in June of 2013. Yeah. He disagreed with Obama's support for Planned Parenthood. Okay. And now... Uh, I, uh, I At that point... I think I would go no matter what because it would be a cool thing, and I wouldn't. Here's what I would do. If Here's Obama, what, do. what? I've often said that if I was president, I'd do some neat stuff. Get me on an aircraft carrier. Yeah. Let me let me go to the wheelhouse of a giant uh, uh, warship. Uh, you know, let me be on the water with the guys. Right. Uh, I would do really neat stuff. And, it, and when it came to celebrating sports teams. I would just risk offending everyone because the only teams I would have uh, would be the Stanley Cup champions if they were an American-based team. Yep. And then I would have the winner of the Masters, the U.S. Open, and the PGA. I wouldn't have the would. winner of the British Open because that isn't in this country. I'd oh. have the three three of the four major golf winners in, okay. and I'd have the Stanley Cup champions in. Maybe to keep up the country's history, uh, historic tradition with baseball, maybe I'd have the World Series team in. Okay. I ain't having yeah, football. Have to... I ain't having NBA. I don't give a damn about your gymnastics team. I'm not having the colleges. That's just me. That's just me. And you have to have otherwise your shirt on. end this thing. And you have to have your shirt on. Got to have your shirt on. Yeah. Otherwise, otherwise, I agree with what you said earlier. Let's end this. This is ridiculous. I wouldn't be. I wouldn't miss it if it went away. I, it, it's not that. It's not supposed to be political. It's supposed to be. Fun. Or stick to just baseball. That's how it started. Okay. Stick to just I have baseball. more on that. I have more on that. All right. This is kind of on brand. Well, I, I'm, I'm aware of that. I'm aware of that. On Aug 30, 1865, President Andrew Johnson welcomed the Washington Nationals and Brooklyn Atlantics, two amateur clubs, into his home. I said that. In 1869, President Ulysses S. Grant, an Ohio native, hosted the Cincinnati Reds, baseball's first pro team. And while celebratory visits by championship squads have only become common since the 1980s, the 1924 Washington Senators are generally believed to be the first title-winning professional team to win the White House. I'm sorry, to visit the White House. President Coolidge took time off from his official duties yesterday 
to shake hands with each member of the Nationals to congratulate them on winning their second American League pennant and pose with them for pictures on the White House lawn, the Washington Post reported September 29, 1925, one day after the defending World Series champions clinched their second consecutive American League title with a win over Cleveland. Imagine that. In 1925, the series ended on September 28. The regular season is still going now on September 28th. But the networks were just horrified that it ended so early. The visit to the White House was actually the second in 13 months for most members. Did you just say the networks? Yeah. I don't think they were around. Oh, okay. The visit to the White House was actually the second in 13 months for most members of the team. Oh, look at the clock. Take us to break. I'll finish this in a moment. Sounds good. Yeah. took time off from his official duties yesterday to shake hands with each member of the Nationals to congratulate them on winning their second American League pennant and pose with them for pictures on the White House's lawn. The Washington Post reported September 29, 1925, one day after the defending World Series champions clinched their second consecutive American League title with a win over Cleveland. All right. So he was congratulating them for just winning the pennant. Right. Right. The visit to the White House was actually the second in 13 months for most members of the team. On September 5, 1924, Coolidge welcomed the team to the White House on an off day. The Senators were up two games on the Yankees in the American League standings and preparing for a three-game set against the Red Sox before embarking on a, get this, a 20-game road trip to close the regular season. What? During that visit, Coolidge signed a baseball for Nat pitcher Walter Johnson. While President Coolidge has not perhaps shown as great a fondness for baseball as some of his predecessors, that he has the welfare of the Nationals at heart was demonstrated yesterday when, at his request, manager Stanley Harris and the whole team visited the White House, the Washington Post's Frank H. Young reported. The chief executive not only shook hands with all the players, but told them that he was mighty proud of the showing of the Nationals have made to date and was confident they would keep up their good work and return to the Capitol in October for the World Series. Needless to say, he was assured by one and all that his hopes in regard to the baseball Olympics would be fulfilled. The Senators kept up the good work going 14-6 on that 20-game road trip, clinching the pennant on the final day of the season with a 4-2 win at Boston. Grace Coolidge, a bigger baseball fan than her husband, was the first to receive the news at the White House. Immediately after hearing the news, C. Bascom Slemp, secretary to the president, telegraphed his congratulations to manager Bucky Harris. Heartiest congratulations to you and your team for your great work in bringing Washington its first pennant, the telegram read. We of Washington are proud of you and behind you. On to the world championship. Hmm. Okay. And then I don't have to read the rest of this. It, it, to con- nice. To conclude, yeah. uh, teams have been visiting the White House for a long time. And over the years, a variety of well-known players have refused to attend for a variety of reasons. Yes. 
what has happened today is that the current president of the United States, Donald Trump, uh, is politicizing these things. And so you're, you're bums if you don't show up, and you're great if you do show up. He's, he's the first president to politicize these uh, relatively in, inane uh, uh, celebrations, very benign right. uh, visits, in and out for photos, you know, Obama would shoot a hoop or something. And, but we now have a guy who's you know, going on a tweet storm uh, because the Eagles uh, are refusing to attend over the uh, taking a knee situation, which is something Trump has kept alive and should be held totally accountable for. Again, as you said, if you just would have let it go. Just let it go. Just let it go. Let it go. Yep, let it go. Let it go. Done. Done. Gone. Gone. Me? I'm inviting, okay, I'm going to invite the World Series champions. All right, World Series. The Stanley Cup champions, if they're based in this country, Mm -hmm. and uh, the winner of the Masters, the PGA, and the U.S. Open. (laughs) Other than that, see you later. What if it was Montreal? Wait, those are your three favorite sports. That's all right. I'm president. (laughs) I'm the president. I'm going to do what I want. Those are my three favorite sports. What if Montreal wins just as an olive branch? Would you... Invite the only if Maurice Richard would appear as a hologram. Oh man! Okay, got it. Then what about would... Olympic uh, winners? Nope. Nope. Oh, How about no. figure skaters? Olympic nope. figure skaters. Nope. A cute little. No, the Olympics. Uh, are, they've they've jumped the shark. I'm, I have nothing okay. to do with the Olympics. You start going down the Olympic road, you got to bring in the half pipe winner. You know what? I don't have time. I got to go okay. part in a turkey or something. What about the Olympic hockey team? Nope. Nope. Wow. Oh, that's hockey. Nope. Hang on. Nope. Nope. I would have brought in the 1980 team. Throwing the curlers. I bet Carter did, by the way. Well, I got to no think way. he did. We boycotted. No, you boycotted the summer games in, in the Soviet Union. Hmm. The, the 1980 team won in Lake Placid, New York. Right, that's right. Yeah, Beating Finland for the gold medal, not, not the Ruskies. They right. beat the Ruskies to get to Finland. How about maybe just the curling team because they're fun? Nope. 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 Really? No. Nope. A lot of them are from Minnesota. No, you get on the curling road, then you got to bring in, you know, the people who bake the best pie. I, I just, uh, I'm drawing Marjorie. the line. I'm you drawing know, the line. Uh, I'd bring Marjorie. I'd bring Marjorie. Yeah, have her cook in the kitchen. Get her but see, school. I'd be too busy. I'd be, I'd, give me a ride on an aircraft carrier. I don't have time to meet the, you know, the right. the uh, cricket the, team. Or whatever uh, the, uh, the president is ready for you, and you have 19 seconds. <laughs> 18, 17, 16. He's a bad waiter, so don't keep him waiting. He wants I, I, I to, would be. And don't as, ask questions. As a president, right. I'd, be, I'd be tapping my watch saying, let's right. go here. Right. What, what are you going to do? Yes. We are. Gotjunk.com. Garage Logic segment number three. So Johnny Height's going to be in here shortly. Yeah. I need to mention that uh, this portion of Garage Logic is brought to us by the Duluth Trading Company with locations in Bloomington, Fridley, now in Woodbury, and of course, Duluth, Joe. Let's talk to John. Here's John. Thanks, Joe. Partly sunny, 75 degrees. Twins and White Sox, doubleheader at Target Field. First game at 310. Fernando Romero pitches that one for the Twins. Ronaldo Lopez pitches for Chicago. Game two tonight starts about a half hour after that first game ends. Zach Littell makes his Major League debut for the Twins. Lucas Giolato pitches for 
the White Sox. The Twins took Oregon State outfielder Trevor Larnock with the 20th overall selection in the first round of the draft last night. It's the first time Twins picked a collegiate outfielder with their first pick since 1969. When they took... Paul Powell. There you go. Huh. There you who go. later Paul. became a U.S. Uh, congressman. No, no, he didn't. Different guy. Paul played 20 games with the Twins in 71, two games with the Dodgers in 73, eight games with the Dodgers in 75. He must have been a defensive replacement or used mostly as a pinch hitter. In those 30 career games, he only had 47 at-bats. So, uh, didn't play much. All right, but he played. He made it. He did. He had he a played. cup of coffee, as they say. Today, uh, Gopher shortstop Taron Vavra has been selected in the draft. Taken in the third round by the Colorado Rockies. And he is the son of Joe Vavra, mm-hmm. who is what? Gardy's batting uh, Bench coach. coach. Bench, Bench coach. coach. Yeah. Yep. But he was here, right, with Gardy? For a long time, yeah. yeah. Vavra, a junior who was a first-team All-America this year, was the 96th overall selection in the draft. He leads the Gophers, who play at Oregon State this weekend in the NCAA Super Regional. In the Triple Crown categories, a three ninety three batting average, 10 home runs, 59 RBIs, and 56 games. News notes from today. More uh, political goings on here in Minnesota. Oh, good. U.S. Representative Keith Ellison filed today to run in the DFL primary for attorney general. That leaves his congressional seat open. Ellison also is the deputy chair of the Democratic National Committee. Uh, early report said he probably <sighs> probably resigned that post because he's taking on some endorsed candidates for the party. But Keith, El- go home. Ellison, in talking with reporters after he filed, said he will not step down from the Democratic National Committee. Uh, Today at 5 o'clock is the deadline for candidates to file for the primary ballot. Uh, This sets up a fight for the attorney general spot in the primary on the Democratic side because we now have Keith Ellison, former Attorney General Mike Hatch, State Representative Deborah Hillstrom, and endorsed candidate Matt Pelican. Hatch is crawling back out of the woodwork. Hatch just doesn't go away, does he? Uh, Meanwhile, close uh, the hatch. Meanwhile, with uh, Ellison saying he'll run for AG, Democrats are lining up to file paperwork to run for his District 5 seat. Among them, uh, filing about an hour ago, former Minnesota Dem House Speaker Margaret Anderson Kelleher. Hmm. An 18-year-old crystal man has been charged with first and second degree assault after a shooting at a skate park last Friday. Court records show Ivan Giovanni Hernandez Enriquez is charged with first degree assault and second degree assault. His first court appearance is scheduled for tomorrow. Crystal police say an 18-year-old injured in the incident has been upgraded to stable condition. According to police, it all happened around 4.30 Friday afternoon. Police said the male victim suffered a gunshot wound to the leg. He had earlier been listed in critical before being upgraded. It's believed that Hernandez Enriquez and the 18-year-old who was shot knew each other. Federal judge has scheduled a hearing for June 15th on whether to revoke bail for Paul Manafort, President Trump's former campaign chairman, after federal prosecutors alleged he tried to tamper with potential witnesses while on pre-trial release. Judge Amy Berman is expected to rule at the hearing on whether Manafort will have to go to jail pending his trial in connection with special counsel Robert Mueller's investigation of alleged Russian interference in the presidential campaign. Miss America organization is dropping the swimsuit competition from its nationally televised broadcast. That's saying, coming up in the next segment. Is it? Yeah. Isn't the defending title holder a North Dakotan? I believe you are correct. Kara Mund. Yes, from Bismarck, mm-hmm. actually. Mm-hmm. Uh, this announcement about the swimsuits was made by uh, Gretchen Carlson, who, of course, is a native of Anoka and a That's former right. Miss Minnesota and a former Miss America. A lot of people around this area are involved here. She's now head of the organization's board of trustees. Uh, she also says the group will make changes to the evening wear portion of the competition, adding it will not judge women on their chosen 
a tie. Yeah, I, I got a big question oh, to ask on. about this, and oh. I'll be asking it momentarily. Okay. Uh, American designer Kate Spade committed suicide oh. today, according to New York police. The police said that 55-year-old Miss Spade was discovered unresponsive at a Park Avenue apartment where she had hanged herself. She had left a note, but officials didn't comment on what it said. Uh, she had been the accessories editor of Mademoiselle magazine. She founded Kate Spade with her husband-to-be Andy and a friend in 1993. Frustrated with the handbags of the era, which she found to be over-accessorized, she said she wanted a functional bag that was sophisticated and had some style. That was back in 1999. After the first show, she realized the bags needed a little something extra to catch people's eyes. She took the label, which had originally been on the inside of the bag, sewed it to the outside. With that gesture, she created a brand identity and her empire. Within a few years, she had opened a Soho shop and was collecting industry awards. Her name a shorthand for the cute, clever bags that were an instant hit with career women and later young girls. Do you think she killed herself with a scarf of her own design? I don't know. Wow, that's a good question. I don't know that she designed scarves. I, yeah, I think maybe just personal. Oh, I think well, she had accessories. Yeah, yeah, I think she did. Yeah, I think she had very it. fancy bags. But we don't know what her issues. We don't know what her issues were, do we? No, well, depression, we right? It wasn't it? I don't know. She leaves behind a thirteen-year-old, and she oh. married David Spade's brother Andy. Oh, really? Yes. Mm-hmm. Uh, huh. Born in Missouri, Catholic uh, high school. That's too bad. Very successful. She sold off yeah. half of her stuff to what Neiman Marcus and then Neiman Marcus, yep. the rest in 06. Changed hands several times, and uh, eventually they shed other holdings to become the publicly traded Kate Spade and Company, hmm. which was acquired in 2017 by Coach. So, uh, yeah. so money wasn't her problem. No, it looks like she was so. well set up. Yeah. Harvey Weinstein <laughs> pleaded not guilty to rape and criminal sex act charges in a brief hearing this morning before a judge in, uh, judge in New York. His lawyer vowed afterward to try and beat the case even before it goes to trial. Weinstein limped from an SUV and was escorted past a big crowd of journalists before spending a few minutes answering a series of yes and no questions. You know, from the Cosby judge. pulled the walking stick deal. I'm getting yeah. blind, and now Harvey's limping. These guys always come up with a, a malady right. when they're walking right. in. There, oh, look at how yeah, I'm Got so a malady. I'm so vulnerable. Yeah, I'm terribly off here. I'm I'm I'm, I'm not feeling well. His attorney Ben Brofman told reporters the case was, in his words, imminently defensible based on what they had learned about the evidence. Senate Majority Imminently leader. defensible? Imminently. Or eminently? Imminently. I-M-M-I-N-E-N-T-L-Y. Well, that means, that that refers to the time. Eminently, I think, is the word. Got um, it. <laughs> eminently. A storm is right. imminent. A storm is in, imminent. Not em, A storm is imminent. Uh-huh. Right? I'm so. not sure now. No, I'm not sure. Well, no, a storm is imminent. Uh... My defense for my client is eminently uh, uh, robust. Eminent is uh, famous and respected with a particular sphere or profession. Um, Doesn't um, imminent mean at any moment? What's imminent? Wait, the, the power. Well, that's eminent domain. Um, I'm going to look up imminent. Imminent. I yeah. I M M. Yeah. Eminent versus imminent. Yep. While the words eminent and imminent sound similar, very different meanings. Eminent refers to prominent and distinguished people, whereas imminent refers to something that is about to occur. That's what I said. Yeah. So the word that they wanted to have in that story was eminent, not imminent. So an eminence front is imminent. It's a put on. It's a put on. Oh, it's a put on. Okay. (laughs) Speedboat fast. That's what I always thought the lyrics were. Speedboat fast. Speedboat fast? Which which part? Uh, 
I can't think of it right now. Okay. We're talking about a Who song. Yeah. Right? Yes, yeah. yeah. Eminence Front. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Senate, not as good as Teenage Wasteland. It's still a good that's, song. That's not the name of the song, Chris. <laughs> and I know you said that just to annoy me. I know. The name of the song is Bob O'Reilly. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So uh, easy. <laughs> Senate Majority Leader Mitch McConnell. A show in which everyone has its has their own conversation. <laughs> yes. yes. Uh, Mitch McConnell <laughs> says there will be no traditional August recess uh, for uh, the Senate. He said the reason for that obstruction by Senate Democrats, according to McConnell, it's expected senators will have a state work period during the first full week in August before coming back to Capitol Hill for the rest of the month. Congressional leaders have traditionally threatened to cancel the summer recess amid mounting legislative agendas. Weather is coming up. Here's Dave Dahl in the Channel 5 Weather Center. Thank you, Joe. It's darn near perfect outside right now. It's 75. We have dew points in the upper 40s, lower 50s. Just really, really comfortable air. Should get up to a high of about 83, though, later on this afternoon. We hit 87 yesterday, so a little bit cooler than yesterday. Uh, Dew points will start to climb overnight tonight. A big cluster of thunderstorms is is expected to develop out to our west uh, sometime around midnight tonight that should form in the eastern part of North Dakota and extreme northeastern South Dakota. And then from there, it's going to slide southeastward. Should arrive here in the Twin Cities, but it'll be weakening as it moves our way. But eh, still some strong thunderstorms are possible between about 5 a.m. and 8 a.m. tomorrow morning. So it's going to be right through that morning rush hour. Pretty good chance of um, some strong thunderstorms rolling through. Once that moves through, it should clear after that. And a pretty comfortable day. Lower humidity and lower dew points in the afternoon. A high of 83. And then Thursday, mostly sunny, less humid there in 82. We're going to stay in the lower 80s through the weekend. Best chance for rain over the weekend seems to be early in the morning on Saturday. It clears out after that. And a very nice Sunday, mostly sunny, less humid, 81 for the high on Sunday. Going for a high today of 83, Joe. Right now we're at 75. All right, thank you. Thank you. Uh, well, as you heard in Johnny Heights news, Miss America is uh, going to forego the swimsuit competition. Oh, uh, I don't sh- even care. They want to shift the annual ceremony's emphasis away from its longtime focus on physical beauty. Mm. We are no longer a pageant. We are a competition. Gretchen Carlson, the chairwoman of Miss America's Board of Directors, announced Tuesday on Anoka's ABC's own? Good Morning America. We will no longer judge our candidates on their outward physical appearance. All right. Uh, a competition for what? Remember the one. No, gal- I'm not. I, I don't want to uh, suggest that I'm pining for them to keep the swimsuit competition. Right, I personally don't like- watch the Miss America competition. I really don't have a horse in this race. I don't care. But that was probably the only thing that was distinguishing this event. For, don't we already have this? Wouldn't it now be called America's Got Talent or Dancing with the Stars? Yeah, those or- types. Right, those types of competition well, shows. What, are- what the hell is this then? It's still a beauty pageant. I'm sorry. You, you, you can't tell me that it's a competition, uh, Gretchen A Carlson. competition for what? Uh, to have everybody look at me, basically. And you know what? You, you can't be a guy and say, save the swimsuit a competition. No, I'm, and I'm not sound like I'm, a perv. That's not what I'm suggesting. Right. I, that's, I, that's not what I'm suggesting. Right. I, I'm not a dirty old man. Right. Uh, what I'm suggesting is this, too, 
I think, has gone the way of too many visits to the White House by sports teams. In other words, it, it's what's the point of it? I, you could even make the argument, what was the point of it when you did feature the swimsuit competition? Well, yeah, you could. So what's the point of it now? I'm, I'm serious. What I, Competition I, for what? You know, everybody that watches it, because it was on in my home a couple of days ago or whenever they watched it. Well, it's, it hasn't been on in your home a couple of days ago. It's whatever not pageant, until September. Whatever pageant was. Well, well that's another problem. Well, there are too many of these There's things. too many of them. But, but I was downstairs watching the hockey game, and I could hear the gals upstairs saying, Oh, look at that. I like that or I don't like that. So you're obviously in this competition, you're being judged no matter what. Kara Mund, who owns the current title, welcomed the move as ushering in a whole new era, emphasizing it with a tweet depicting a bikini going up in smoke. Okay. Whatever they choose to do, Carlson said, it's what comes out of their mouth that we're interested in. Is that right? Mm-hmm. That's, that's her quote there. Last, okay then. Last quarter. Are they having like a well, uh, is it, is eating competition? Spelling bee? Sure. Well, they do ask them those questions, and all they have to say is, "Is France a country?" And yeah. you know, world and world peace. You know, if they if they end it with that, they're okay. And uh, uh, and we should be we should be fond of Kara Mund. She's our next door neighbor. But you, you sound a little disingenuous to me, Kara. Uh, you were fine winning the title wearing a, a bikini, and now you're tweeting out a picture of a, maki- a bikini going up in smoke. Well, which is it? If you this might be a stupid question. I thought Europe was a country. Uh huh. Budapest. I never even heard of that. I haven't even heard. Of like that. I want to say, is France a country? No, not really. They like I'm listening to, to what you're saying, but I only hear what I want to. Uh huh. Well. God help us. And I, this is what we're this is what we're worried about. I mean this is this is a this is I'm, this is major news for and I'm not joking. Well let 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 we can the girls next door will take care of this more thoroughly than we will. Which one's here today? I have no idea oh. if even one of them are. Got it. But but from the garage logic standpoint, this is uh a, an historic American cultural event on the calendar. At least it used to be back in the Burt Parks days. Agreed? Agreed. It was a big deal. I, I would agree with It was you. a big deal. And of course, it speaks to patriarchy and sexism and, and everything else. I get that. And, that. and that's no longer acceptable. I get that, too. Well, then why are you having the thing? Right. Just cancel it. It's like the high schools that uh, are wrestling with uh, prom kings and queens, many of the kids wanting to uh, have you know transgendered queens or whatever gay lesbian queens right. and kings and you know, f- fine, but rather than have the damn thing, why do you just cancel it? Just cancel it. Be done with it. Boom. Wouldn't you save a lot of grief? Yes, you would. But it, you'd also lose it. See, they can't. What was Kara Munn's talent? Does anyone remember? Um, let's uh, go to the Google. Kara Munn's. With a K or a C. It's a it's a it's a Kara with a C C A R A Mund. She's from North Dakota. She's Is that twi- music with one letter or letter C or two K K or two C's. <laughs> she was Miss America in 2017. Is it now a talent competition? Is it now a public speaking competition? In 2016, she was Does 2017. She was the title. Well, I'm going through her uh, profile here. Mm-hmm. Sorry, um, I don't see a specific 
based on Gretchen Carlson's quote, we're more interested in what they have to say. Well, then what is it? A Dale Carnegie competition for public speaking? In 2017, her platform was a Make-A-Wish Passion with Fashion. All right. That was her platform. But we don't know what her talent is. But did she, did she have to play the banjo or something or, you know, the harmonica? Jazz dance. Was it I'm jazz dance? Jazz dance. Okay, well, I rest my case. We already have that show. It's called Dancing with the Stars. Well, at least it wasn't the cups. Remember the cup stacker? <laughs> there Remember she won? Was there a cup stack? Yeah, she, and she won. You know, they got gals playing the violin and the harp and all sorts of stuff, and she did. See, what I think you should have to do is do your competition in a bikini. You have to be. That, if you're gonna see, be now a, you're okay. Now you're, you're going to be a cup stacker. Let's let's see what let's, you got. How many there. You let's stacking. go here. Let's stack them. I mean, up. if you want to be foolish, let's be foolish. Right. Where do you and want then, me? World peace. And then world peace. Yeah. Whatever answer you have, just end it with and world peace. And world peace. Like they did in Miss Congeniality. I didn't see that movie. Uh, yeah, it was funny. Oh, God help me. I, I just, I, you know, well, sometimes funny I thing, just... She was undercover working on trying to get this, uh, some kind of sting operation. And she she was a klutz. And they oh. tried to make her a uh, a pageant gal. She gets the top five. Did they have the bikinis in that movie? Uh, I believe they did. Yeah. Well, it sounds to me like, in all seriousness, uh, the pageant as we once knew it, Cannot possibly exist. It's now something else. Right. And and uh, what it is, I have no idea. Commencing garage logic segment number Stacy, the GL geologist, weighs in. Mother is continuing to rumble and spew lava from Kilauea. Yes. 5.5 earthquake today. Ooh. Uh, that occurred uh, five miles from Volcano Hawaii, 12 miles from Fern Forest Hawaii, 14 miles from Mountain View Hawaii, 25 miles from Hilo, and 210 miles southeast of Honolulu, Hawaii. Uh, at a depth of only one kilometer, a five point five. That's a that's a deep rumbling in the swimsuit area. I'll say, and it's, she ain't over yet. No, unfortunately, that is uh, massive. That's starting to get massive. Uh, yeah, spewing lava, mm. and also in Guatemala, where they would have been far less prepared to handle it than in Hawaii. Fifteen hundred ESPN is KSTP St. Paul, Minneapolis. It's absolutely bluebird, 75 degrees. 